Okay, um, thank you very much for uh, having me. Um, okay, so <clears throat> what, I, what would be, I think would be nice to do today is to go through um, what I'm sure everybody is familiar with to some extent, famous concept in halacha, the idea of bitul baroiv, and to explore two facets, or have two discussions as they relate to bitul baroiv. So, the first, just to lay the groundwork somewhat, we know there's a pasuk in the Torah. The Torah said that achrei rabim lahatos, we follow the majority. That applies in uh, in court systems. That applies in many different areas of halacha, and it also applies when it comes to um, a taruvas. Right? If you have a mixture of forbidden and permitted entities, so. We follow the roiv, we follow the majority, and we say that the forbidden entity is bottle baroiv. So the most classical example of that would be if I have a piece of iser, I have a non-kosher steak, that is, let's say it's frozen, and it falls into two kosher pieces of steak, so now I have three steaks, and I don't know which one is which. So the halacha is bottle baroiv, the forbidden one is nullified by the majority. So since the majority I know are heter, are permitted, so the entire mixture is permitted and I'm allowed to eat all three pieces. What time am I going until? Okay. Um, now, as to, you know, whether the same person is allowed to eat all three pieces, if you can eat them at the same time, if you have to throw one away, but whatever, that's all in the details. But in terms of the strict halacha, the letter of the law, it's bottle baroiv, and you're allowed to, everything becomes permitted. So that's the classical case of bittel baroiv, one piece of iser falling into two pieces of heter, and everything is bottle, you're allowed to eat all three. However, there's an interesting question. At the Prima Godim, in the Psychala Hilchas Taruvas, in his introduction to Hilchas Taruvas, he has a bunch of different chakiras that he asks, and one of the questions he asks is, the, the following case, if you turn over the sheet, on the front of the sheet is just a point by point of what we'll go through in the shear, and in the back is two marimakoimas. So if you look at the back, I brought down the, uh, uh, just a paragraph from the Prima Godim. So it says, Achakira habeis, the second Chakira, Chaticha shel heter, shenisarev bebeis shel iser. Right? If you have a piece of heter, one permitted piece of meat, that falls into two pieces of iser. Ta'achrei rabim lahatus, we know, Nehemarata Apostles, the Torah says, so perhaps Neumar, we should say that if when it comes to being lenient, in other words, if when it comes to a piece of Iser falling into two pieces of Heter, we say and we allow you to eat all three. So perhaps it should be all the more so when it comes to Lechumra. And everything should be Iser. Um, in other words, if one piece of heter falls into two pieces of iser, it should be a kalvachoimer. Again, if one piece of iser falls into two pieces of heter, I say bottle baroiv. In other words, lakula, I'm now allowed to eat all three pieces. Even though I know really that one of them is treif. So lachoira, kalvachoimer, the other way around. If I have one piece of heter that falls into two pieces of iser, I should say that that piece of heter becomes iser just like the other two. 
And what's the nafkamina? In other words, look, anyways, you wouldn't be allowed to eat it because it's UF2. So the two, Efshiloike, Alkol Echad, Men Mekzer, Sakosavach, Rabim. That's the, you would get Malchus for each one. If, if you, no matter which piece you eat, you'll get Malchus for. Or, uh, in other words, because if you don't say it's bottle, perhaps you're not going to get Malchus, because I can always say, or oh, maybe I ate the one that was kosher. But if I say that the heter, is also bottle baroi that the heter itself becomes iser, and now I literally have three pieces of iser. Then no matter which one I'm, e- I'm eating, I'm gonna get malchus. So. Well, I guess the, I, he, he, intuitively he wants to say that if the Torah is gonna allow, gonna rely on bittel to be lenient to allow me to eat something. It's not, it's, it's, l'choyra, as we'll see soon, it's not so simple, but l'choyra, it's easier to ask for something than it is to be matter something, right? So if I'm, if, if, sorry, it's easier to be matter something than it is to ask for something. So if I'm going to say that bitl barov is strong enough, then I'm literally going to be allowed to put a piece of chazra into my mouth. So, kalvachoymer, that uh, we should say, you shouldn't do it, right? And uh, it'll be bottle as well. And as if the principle of bitl is so strong, it should work the other way. Okay, I hear that. Yeah. Right. Okay, I hear that. That 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 are fun. So and I, okay, so you can if I, you can take issue with the nafkamina. Another nafkamina would be if that taruvas fell into another taruvas, right? How much would you need for bitul? So that's another nafkamina that some of the achronim point out. So he says uh, the last time Oh, and he continues. And you would need. Uh, which means if you have these three pieces, which then fell into another th- another taruvus, you would not you would need to be mavatel all three. He says, So he concludes, or perhaps no, we don't say that. We don't say that uh, you know the mok- the makoyris in the Gemara and in the Rishonim for the concept of bitul apply to the nullification of isur. So maybe for some reason that's where you know the concept of bitul comes in. The other way round, uh, we don't say. Anyways, he he leaves that off. He has that question. And then he, he gets into it and he basically comes to a maskona that we do say that heter becomes bottle. How does he know? Because there's a rashba. The rashba to the Gemara and Chrysus, the rashba says, the rashba is an interesting case. The rashba says that if I have two pieces of meat, right? one is chalev and one is not. So one is heter and one is forbidden fat. It's on the table over there. So one is chalev, one is not. And one piece is bigger than the other. So says the Rashba, no matter which piece you eat, you have to bring an Osham Tole. You have to bring a Korban over the fact that you ate Chalev. So that's what the Rashba says. So the Prima Godam says, I don't understand. He says, I have one piece, two pieces, again. One is smaller and one is bigger. And I don't know which one is Chalev. No matter which one I eat, I have to bring a Korban. So says the Rashba, I don't understand. He says, I understand if I eat the bigger one, why I have to bring an, a korban. He says, because monafshach, right? If the bigger one is the, is the chaylev, well, then I for sure have to eat it. Sorry, sorry. If, not, not monafshach. It's asham toli, which is, you know, it's a suffix. But fact is, it's possible that the bigger one is the, uh, is the chaylev. And therefore, if I eat it, I'm going to have to bring a korban. However, if I eat the smaller one, says the rash, says the prima godim, one second, with monafshach, I shouldn't have to... I shouldn't have to bring a carbon because if it's if it is the heter, well then I definitely don't have to bring a carbon. Now if it's not the chaylev, and even if it is the chaylev, says the prima godim, so what? It's bottle baroif. The other piece was bigger. The other piece was bigger, so therefore it's mavatel the smaller piece. And now this piece that I ate, I ate the smaller pieces for sure mutter. 
Elamai says the Prima God, it must be that the Rashba holds that the concept of Bittel Baroiv not, does not just make a peace, um, does not just consider the peace. Um, the concept of Bittel Baroiv actually transforms the peace. So even if I ate the smaller one, even if the smaller one is the piece of Heter, doesn't make a difference because since the bigger piece was Chelev and it was Mavatel Baroiv, the smaller piece, that smaller piece is transformed and is now a piece of chaylev, just like the bigger piece. Yeah, okay, it's a machloikas, but papashlas, it's a volume thing, correct. Um, yeah, the machaber passing is the same way, and again, there are some who say you need two to one, but papashlas, as long as it's bigger, it's fine. So, anyway, so says the Prima God, and based on that, we see clearly that when it comes to a piece of heter, Falling into a piece of Isser or two pieces of Isser, you see based on this Rashba that we do say bottle Baroiv and Heter can become transformed and become Isser all the same. So, in other words, he answers this question. When Heter falls into two pieces of Isser, do I say bottle Baroiv and the Heter transforms into Isser? Based on this Rashba, when it comes to Chaylev, he answers absolutely yes. And he concludes, he concludes that he sees in the Menuchas Koyin that the Menuchas Koyin says not like that and he leaves the Menuchas Koyin with a Tzarechiyah. He says, I don't understand based on this Rashba how you could learn differently. Is there a precedent in something turning into So in the Gemara and well, I guess we'll see. We'll see. In other words, there, there, there is Makoyers in the Rishonim for, for such an idea. So there is a fun, so, so, so that, that's the way the Prima Godim learns. Now there's a famous I don't know call it famous there's a sefer called the Oynag Yomtev, which is a Rav Yomtev Lipman Halprin, I think his name was. He was a Rav in Bialystok. He was like the uh, he was like the progenitor to you know Torah, Reb Chaim, etc. He lived like 50 years before Reb Chaim, so it was a very lamdisha sefer. And he has a few like uh, you know more popular ideas and chuvas in his sefer. And one of them is a very interesting question, a very a very honest way of looking at the concept of bittel. And based on that, we can, we can go back to this Prima God. He was asked a question as follows. He says, we know that tzitzis have to be spun. You have to spin the tzitzis strings lishmo. They have to be done for the sake of tzitzis. So he says, he was asked a question that there was a bunch of tzitzis strings that were not spun lishmo, that got mixed in with other strings that were spun lishmo. And there were more that were done lishmo than there were not lishmo. So the question was, can we say bottle baroif? Right? Say, there's more tzitzit strings that were spun more than not. So bottle baroif, you can use everything for tzitzit. So that's the question. So turn over, we'll, we'll, let's read it inside. So Dal, Shaila, says that... Regarding tzitzit that were not spun for the sake of tzitzit, together with strings that were... Whether or not you would be allowed to tuck it, use them for tzitzis. Oh, I should stand you. So he says, Tshuva. So he says, You apply over here the din bitu. Even though the lotion is chad betray, most Rishonim understand it, it's loved after. In other words, it's volume. Right? And therefore, all the, all the tzitzis should be kosher. Mihu, however, says Ayinag Yomtev, He says, the Mokemach, I don't know where this Mokemach is, because as far as I know, this is his Mokemach for it. Maybe it was like a, something he wrote, we don't have it. Nistapach Nutuva Bazep, we have a Suffolk. 
Im yesh lodan was the din bittul. If taka we could apply the din bittul. Ve'eran amokim sofik. We we said that the sofik. The efshe loyma because perhaps that here's the the word. The loymahani bittul el bedover bittul only applies to a matter she'anu don and all of seyesh ve'isroi psu about a matter that has an isor psu. In, the, in such a case, something that has a psul or an isul and that gets mixed in, that's where the Torah says, The psul is nullified. And also I, have a chatichas, I have something that has a psul to it. So it's bottle baroif, so the psul gets removed. Aval bat, Mipnei, Shemachusir Maisa, something that it's psul. In other words, it's invalid for something because it's lacking something. Kamoi Matzah, Shalai Nefalishma, like Matzah, that wasn't baked Lishma, or in his case, Tzitzis, that were not Span Lishma. But there, in such a case, Afilonis Arev, but Matzah, so Afuiz Lishma, perhaps. Even if they do get it mixed into matters that were baked lishma, nami loy mahani, it still shouldn't help. The mishum shin is spatel lo yasig mylas hamavatel, because something which is spatel cannot attain the property or the characteristic of the thing into which it's nullified. And and he, this this is thing. Let, let, let me let's just finish the sentence and then we'll, we'll see it. The dailonu shemoyil bitul lo hosir chisoran amispatel. It's, uh, 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 perhaps we can only say it's enough that the concept of bittel should only help to remove a chesoron but not to attain the characteristic or the property of the mevatel. In other words, like this. If I have a piece of isur that falls into two pieces of heter, so the piece of isur has a chesoron. The chesoron is, it is also. So it's bottle. What does bottle mean? Nullified. So the chesorin is nullified and it reverts back to standard mode of operating, which is heter. But in the case of tzitzis or the case of matzah, you actually need to spin tzitzis lishmo. Tzitzis need to have an action done, the strings need to have an action done to them, which is that they're spun lishmo. So if I have tzitzis that were not spun lishmo or matzahs that were not baked lishmo and they fall into matzahs that were, who said the concept of bitl can work because it's not a question anymore of removing a status from them. You're actually attri- you're attributing a status to them. You're giving them a property that they don't have. You're not removing something from them. You're now saying these things, which are not Spanish more, we will now attribute to them a property of being considered Spanish more. Yes. That matzah has to be baked lishma. Yeah. Or you have to throw it away because it's not good lishma. What? You want to say? You want to say something? Yeah, I got a question here. Um, I think he's saying two things here. He's saying first of all that this isn't the case of isur kinegat hazer. They don't clash. And number two, he's saying that it doesn't become, it doesn't gain an attribute, it's just right, it only helps a bit correct. When you get a psychic from the sun head and you have rogue on your side, is your psychic only from 
From the whole base. You can always claim Correct. Fine. So, okay. In Achanami, it's like a whole. That, that's. I. 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 I you, it's an important point to consider. Like the. This whole discussion of roiv and ruboy kukule and bottle baroiv and there's so many things going on and how that works in place and like Reb Chaim is like a whole erich on this. I'm saying you're, you're not wrong. Like there's a whole erich on like understanding how dayanim works and what's the function of of roiv when it comes to dayanim. Is it a function of bittul or is it a function of achir rabbim lahatis and it's a separate gather. So like it's a good question, but like. Like, I don't want to go there, so, if you don't mind. Sorry. It's sort of like, there's like, and like, yeah, it's like, we're going to like chart one path through the sugya, but like, it could branch off in so many different areas. And you can find Mashmosin from the Rishonim one way, that way. It would or would not be bottle? Fine, so then I won't. And let, let, let's, let, let's not, uh, let's, I mean, let, let, let's, not, uh, let's not go into the water. Okay, let's see, let's see like this. Let's skip the brackets and let's, let's go. You'll see how he applies this principle. He says, actually I'll do this outside just because I don't want to run out of time. He says like this, it's a Gomorrah. The Gomorrah says that if you have a bunch of people who were sentenced to get burnt to death, Nisrofen, who got mixed in together with a bunch of people who were sentenced to get stoned to death. It's a very violent society. Somehow you have a bunch of people who are sentenced to be burnt to death and you have a bunch of people who are sentenced to be stoned to death and they get mixed together. And now you don't know Niskol and Minestrof and they're mixed together. You don't know, you know that this group of people are being sentenced to death. But we don't know, do we, uh, is this guy Nisrof, uh, one of the Nisrofen or one of the Niskolen? So, the Gemara says you have to give them skila. Even according to the Shita, that Shreifah is a more chomer dika punishment. So says, asks Toysavah a question. Toysavah says, I don't understand. We, you said we have more Nisrofen, right? So bottle Baroiv. Should we bottle Baroiv? The, the Niskolen should be bottled to the Roiv of the Nisrofen, and therefore everybody should get Shreifah. So says Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam gives an answer. Rabbeinu Tam says that um, you, you can't apply the Din, you can't apply Bittl Baroiv to which Misa to give people. That's what he says. So the Lashon is, if you look inside, he says, um, in, on, in, the, on the, in the second column, uh, one, in the paragraph starting over there, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, no, one, two, three, four. Four lines from the top. He says, Anyways, they're getting killed. With regards to what type of murder we're going, they're going to give them, we don't go after Roifs. What's the Pshat? Says in again, what's the Pshat? How about some innocent people getting mixed with uh, them all because So perhaps. Because maybe, in other words, uh, you should follow Roif. So So in this case, the Gemara is talking about is Niskol and Minasrofen. You'll see the way the Enagiyam to understand. He answers your question also. So he says, so the Enagiyam says, what's Toysus telling? Toysus telling a simple word. He, he's saying, the Enagiyam to be saying, Toysus is saying my word. What happened over here? You have people who were sentenced to Sreifa. You have other people who were sentenced for Skila. Now they got mixed together. Right? So you want to say, we should say bottle Baroiv and give everybody Sreifa. 
But you can't say that somebody who was sentenced for skill to, to get a gemar din of sreifa is a mila, is, is an attribute. You cannot go and attribute a new characteristic to the people who are the Niskol and say, they now, we now give them the attribute of being done the Sreifa. Because Bittel only has the power, what? It's the same the opposite way. Then you're giving the Nisraphim, the, 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 the Skull is Nisraphim, and the Nisraphim is Skull. You can't give them any Nisraphim. No, because it's a downgrade. But you're still giving them, you're giving them a Gemara thing, but different Nisraphim. It's the same problem. Um, if you said it's all about, we're going to go down in punishment to be made called the Bar Hashem, you can just say that as a, as a general rule. It's a good point. I don't remember if the Gemara says that we don't give them any miss at all, or we do give them no, straight. You're, you're oh, you give them skila. So you're saying? Okay, I hear that's a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. What? Yeah, the opinion that Sreifa is more strict. No, it's the status quo. Yeah, because let's say there was no Torah. Let's say there was no Torah. So any meat would be kosher, right? The whole chiddush of Torah in Olam Hazda is to assert things, it's not to be matter. Because was there no Torah? This, at least this is the way I understand it, because I had that same question. The way I understand it is, the status quo of everything, had there been no Torah, would be heter, right? So the, the whole chiddush of Torah is to assert things. Yeah, even though Hagam, when it comes to something like a korban, or doing things lishma, or giving them uh, the punishment of sreifa, these are considered minus. Now, it is something that you are attributed. But the status quo of just like heter meat, that would be considered, even though, yes, it did require shkita, but it's not, but that doesn't mean it has a mile, because even if it didn't have shkita, were it not for the Torah, it would be heter. It's the same thing with anything else. Like, these, these, these people But then, so why? No, it should be bottle beroif. We have this principle of bottle beroif. Yes, but it's much easier to say that we only use bottle beroif. We don't use bottle beroif to give someone a punishment. We don't give by the way, we do. The problem, man, the problem is you see in cases, you see in... in, in, in but the point is, Mendel, the point is we do see elsewhere that it is applied. In other words, the So the question is how, in other words, it's not just like, but the Baroif doesn't apply where somebody's going to get hurt. We do see places where it is applied. Okay, so the point is, let's do, if you don't mind. So the point is, anyway, so uh, just bringing it back, because that, that would be the first point, just an interesting 
uh, way of this chuva from the Enagyamta, which is one way of looking at the concept of Bittal and how it would, again, the Prima Godim, the Pashta seems intuitive. If Bittal works, the Chumra should work, Lakula, and he leaves over this Minchat Sarachian and the Minchas Koyan. So perhaps based on this way of understanding the Enagyamta, sorry, this way of understanding the whole concept of Bittal as brought down by the Enagyamta, you can answer that Sarachian of the Prima Godim and the Minchas Koyan, that the Minchas Koyan um, uh, holds of this conception of the concept of bittel. In other words, when a piece of heter falls into two pieces of isur, you cannot say that the heter will now gain the myla. Again, isur is not a myla inherently, but it's an attribute. It's a characteristic. Will not attain the characteristic of the of the isur. No, that's the other opinion. That's the other opinion that holds that we do say that Hetev is a sheet of the Rashba. And so Machlag is between and the Rashba, basically. The Prima Godim is holding like the Rashba, and the Gyamta is holding like Toysavis. Okay, let's do, if you don't mind, in the last six minutes, let's do part two, which is a separate Indian. So if you didn't follow that till now, um, we're starting again. This is just another Indian on, on Bittelbarov, same thing. It's interesting Machlag when it comes to Bittelbarov as follows. In halacha, we talk about a concept called choyzer v'neir. Choyzer v'neir means if I have a cholent, if I have a cholent which is 100 ounces, this cholent is 100 ounces, and I pour one ounce of milk into the cholent, right? So the cholent is kosher or treif? It's kosher. The cholent is, is 100 ounces. Okay, ein mevatsin iselachatkila, fine. So my kid did it. The point is, if I have, okay, good, no, good. I have a cholent which is 100 ounces. And, and one ounce of milk falls into the chant, the chant is kosher, right? What happens if another ounce of milk falls into the chant? So I now have a principle in Allah called choyzer v'neir, right? Which means it goes back and is woken up. Now I have two ounces of milk against a hundred ounces of meat, so it's not bottle anymore and everything is trace, right? Everybody agrees with that. The question is, when it comes to yovish b'yovish, when it comes to bitl b'royiv, do we say the concept of choyzer v'neir? In other words, I have one piece of isser, one piece of iser meat that falls into two pieces of heter. Good. Bottle baroif, right? Now it's kosher. Now another piece of iser falls in. Do I say Now I have two pieces of iser against two pieces of heter, so there's no bittle. Or do I say, no, it's bottle is bottle, and uh, the next piece that falls in gets bottle, so I can end up with a million pieces. As long as it goes, slowly but surely. Yeah? Yeah, so that's what, so when it comes, exactly, so when it comes to lach, because of tamki ikr, we're definitely machmer. It's nothing to do with batmaray, it's more tamki ikr, and you say batmaray. Correct, fine, but there is still a question of, of does choyzev, again, I'm just bringing out the contrast, but there is still a question of does choyzev and does apply in a case of taruvas yavish biyavish. So if you look in the Ramah, the Ramah in Simen Tzalek Tessivov, the Ramah says there is choyzev in there, by Yavish by Yavish. He says there is. Um, based on the tour, like, I guess, why not? You know, now you have two against two, so it should be Osir. However, the Shach, in Sivkot and Chafalaf, and then Simen Tzalek Tessivov, the Shach takes issue with the Ramah. The Shach says that there should be no choyzev in there. Why? He brings it based on a Mishnah. The Mishnah in Orla literally says that there is no choyzev in by, 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 by Truma, even by Orla, sorry. Even though Orla is bottled not in Baroi, it's bottled in, I think, 200, if I remember correctly. But there is no choyzev in 
Anyways, machloikas between the Ramah and the Shach. The Ramah holds there is Chayz of Anair, and the Shach holds there is no Chayz of Anair. What's Pshat in the Machloik? What? So the Shach wants to, so good. The Shach wants to equate the two. Because again, it's not a terrible thing. He was saying it's not a terrible lach balach. It's still terrible. So the Shach wants to say, well, if it applies to Arla, again, you're bringing up a good point, um, which, which we'll talk about in a second. So, 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 what could be the 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 nakodas What could be the source of nakodas? So perhaps. So again, so the first part of this year we spoke about understanding the concept of bittul bereb, like what are the mechanics. Now we're moving on to a little bit of a different point. So perhaps you can explain this machloikas between the Ramah and the Shach based on a sicha of the Rebbe. The Rebbe in the sicha is The first sicha in Parshas Koirach, the Rebbe discusses a machloikas in the Mishnah regarding truma. The case is that I have. We know that truma's bottle in a hundred. So the case is, I have a hundred, I have 50 black figs, and I have 50 white figs. And one black or white fig falls into that mixture. And now I don't, I don't know which one it is. So again, I have 50 black figs, 50 white figs, and one fig of truma falls in, and either a black one or a white one falls into that mixture. So I do, I say, I have a hundred. I have a hundred. I don't know which one it is anymore, and therefore it's bottle. Or do I say not? So is in the mission between Rabbi Shur and Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Lezer. Sorry, Shur and Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Akiva gets involved also. But the point is, one shita says we don't say bittul because the fact is you don't have a hundred. Because if it was a black fig, then it's only bottle in the fifty black. It's only mixed into the fifty black ones. If it was a white one, it's only mixed into the fifty white ones. The other shita says no, since Lashon the Gemara is since uh, or Rashi, I don't remember. Since the you know Hoyle, it's no the Gemara. Since it's possible to be, to crush them all up and they become one taruvus. So therefore, it's bottles. The Rebbe says, "What's going on here? What's the what's the what's the what's as far as the machloikas?" So the Rebbe says that the Rebbe suggests that when it comes to bittul baroiv, we can think about it in two ways. Actually, the Rebbe is talking about taruvus yovish yovish, but I'm saying perhaps we can apply the same thing to bittul baroiv. That there's two ways of understanding what happens when you have a bittul baroiv. One way of understanding is I have a piece of iser that falls into two pieces of heter. So, when I say that it's now bottle, what does that mean? As uh, Rabbi Levi Weinberg, who is uh, some people here I know in Pretoria, he, he talks that Teruvus Yovesh Priyovesh is an identity crisis. Right? It's not that there's, an, there's no actual mixture of the entities. It's still three distinct entities. But I don't know which one is which. So, but passes, the way you look at it is that the Taruvus, and by, by, de- and by extension, the bitl is the bitl's mitzada gabra. It's mitzada the person. That the Torah tells you that when you don't know, so you as a human being are allowed to rely on the concept of roiv, and therefore we say it's bottle baroiv. However, the second another peaceful. So and therefore that would explain the Mishnah in Truma, what the Rebbe says over there. But let's apply it over here, what the, what the machlokas of the Shach and the Tur. What the Ramo is saying is that the bittel of Roy is a bittel is, is mitzara gavra. So therefore, the second another piece falls in the gavra, there's no bittel baroiv anymore legabe the gavra because the gavra now knows that there's two against two, and therefore you can't eat it anymore. You have to you have to say choyzer Versus the shach, he understands differently. He says that, or, or this way the Rebbe explained that there is a way of understanding bittel baroiv based on sort of the the. Loshan in the Rosh, that Bittl Baroiv is a Xeris Akosov. Like it's not an intuitive thing, it's a Xeris Akosov. That the, the Torah is Koiveya, that when you have a, mitz, when you have a Taruvas, 
there's a bitl baroiv, and that's even mitzada chefze. And as the Torah's koveya, that when one entity of Isr falls into two entities of Heter, the actual entity of Heter, of Isr, becomes Heter. That's what the Torah, when the Torah says bottle baroiv, it's not just telling you, you as a human being, because you don't know, I'm going to make a concession and let you eat it. No, the Torah is telling bitl baroiv is a mitziestic thing. The bitl actually happens mitzada chefze. Therefore, according to that way of understanding, if another piece then falls in, it doesn't make a difference. It's still mutter. Because what happens? One piece of Isra fell in. There's no debate in time. I knew about it. So now I have bitl. What is the mechanics of that bitl? You know, like Rabbi Chanin Doisa, the same Torah that told you five minutes ago, it's also, you know, Misha told the Shemin to be Malik and tell Chaimitz. Same thing. The same Torah that told you two seconds before that it's also, is now telling it's mutter. Not just mutter because you don't know so you can eat it. It's taka mutter. So therefore, when another piece falls in, all day long, right? It could be a hundred, it could be a million pieces. And as to... It's not chayzim. It's not chayzim, and therefore everything's mutter. Now, by the way, just what, what you were saying, what Shlomo was saying before about I lachay the shach has a raya from truma. The shach brings a chlor raya from truma. Then when it comes to truma, there's no chayzim in there. So the ram, based on this, what I'm saying, based on what the sechel rebbe, you could explain is, yeah, because there's a whole different bittle when it comes to bittle of truma. Truma's bottle in a hundred, or, in a hundred or two hundred. I don't remember. So there, it's a different type of bittel. In when it comes to bot bittel baroiv, the bittel's only mitzada gavra. So therefore, there should be choyz v'neir. Are you going to bring me a raya from truma where there's no choyz v'neir? Okay, it's a different type of bittel. Together, if the bittel is different, you need 200 or you need 100. It's a whole different type of kedusha, etc. What we're talking about, what there are more based on the tourists talking about over here, is simply a discussion of bittel baroiv. Bittel Baroiv is only a Bittel Mitzada Gavra, and therefore there will definitely be Chayza Veneir, assuming another piece falls in. How, how does the Abraham Chatzah Sora apply to the pigs? That the shit of that whole. I, I, I don't mind to say. But let, let me just summarize and then I'll say. So, in, summara, in summary, what we spoke about is really two things. Two mini discussions on the concept of Bittel Baroiv. One is the idea of how do we understand the mechanics of the concept of Bittel? Do we look at it as the ability to actually transform uh, that, or even attribute uh, a new characteristic to the thing that was nullified? Or do we say, no, Bittel only has the power to remove a characteristic, but it doesn't go further than that. And that plays out in the Machloikas between the Prima Godim and the Yomtev with regards to one piece of Heter falling into two pieces of Isser. That was one discussion. And the second discussion is with regards to whether this Chayz Vener by Yovish by Yovish, and that um, could be understood based on the Sikh of the Rebbe that the way of looking at a Taruv is Yovish Biyovish, Derech Mamela, Bittel Baroiv, is do we look at it Mitzada Gavra or Mitzada Chefza? All right. Yashu What? If you say that So I don't think so. I think that really it, it, the most, again, you could like, you, you, this is like, it's like a cave where there's every place you turn, there's like three different ways how you could turn. But the point is, I think it makes the most sense to actually say that both the Ramo and the tour hold of the Onig Yomtev. Because if you learn the other way, um, because it gets messy with the, the Ramo and the Shachan, but it's an excessive Gimel. In other words, if you say that there's a change in the stats, right? 
So correct. So I don't think so because I think you could say that even according to the shita that holds a bittul baroiv is a bittul mitzarach it's still only enough. Technically, you can't say that. I saw Zusha Winner. He wrote a, uh, a few months ago in a covert that uh, Shlomo Gunnar's Kailu put out that he wanted to connect it to what you're saying. He wanted to say that if you say the bittul mitzarach then automatically you're going to say you're going to hold like the opinion that holds that bittul even has the power to transform. In other words, lahasig mailas hamavatel. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's that's. Uh, I spoke to him about this, and I don't think he's right because I think it still makes more sense to say that even according to the shita that holds that the bittul baroiv is mitzarach it's still only enough to the chefza will change to lose its attribute, but still not again, and not necessarily because al pisvore it doesn't make sense, but just because the shach in Simon tzadik chesif gimel has like a whole way of understanding a very long case where. You have min and minoy fell together and then it fell out. And just based on the way the shach understands, I don't think it's Oskar Halton to say that that's what he holds. So, and so I'm saying, so even the shach who takes a, 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 a more hectic understanding of Bittl Baruch, that is Mitzalah Hefza, I still don't think he would say, he would be willing to go so far as to say that Bittl Baruch is powerful enough to give something a new status. But again, you could, what? No, 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 no. Anyway, Shkoyach, what, what did you say before? Oh, so basically the same idea that if you understand that the Bittal Mitzad, the Gavro. You know the difference between these two. No, you don't, so it's actually good. Why? You see white, you see black. Yeah, but you don't know what the thing is. No, so that's the Gemara. So you have to look in the basically. The, the, I don't remember if it's Rashi Gemara, but basically the, the spora of that Tana is because. Uh, because you could you could you could be doyrus them, right? You could crash at the face. So this is like my cash the fact is you didn't crash them at the face. So the basic way, since the whole understanding of Bittal and Tara Gavra and the regular like he brings Rias, you know, that the regular way of dealing with figs is to crush them. So like that's what's gonna happen anyways. And there's Aim Bhatis al there's a whole discussion there, whereas the other sheet the holes that uh, no, Mitarachefta, you never had a tarubas because you only have to do Right, you never had, you never actually had a therapy. Anyways, obviously there's much more to talk about, but uh, go ahead. Thank you. Very much. Uh.